All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups. And we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. And let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Henry Johnson, who is the creator of Rocket Ship Jobs. Henry, welcome to the show. How's it going? Going well, man. Going well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I I am very grateful for Twitter right now for two reasons. One, that's how we got connected. It's how it's how I learned about what you're doing, which is cool. And I'm also, um, as mentioned before this, I have like currently a tweet that is like blowing up. So I'm trying, I'm going to like take all my attention for the last, you know, it's the last day I've been like on Twitter, but now I'm like focused on you and what you're building, which is exciting for people that don't know what you're building with rocket ship jobs. Can you tell them what, what, it, what it is? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Rocket Ship Jobs is a is a jobs newsletter that highlights um, fast growing, high potential startups. Uh, the The idea behind it is essentially that there's a lot of people that are looking for jobs at startups, and it's kind of hard to figure out which one is a good one to go work at. Right? I mean, so many get found, get uh, get a lot of funding. You know, daily we see. But then you also see some of these startups that got a ton of funding that go out of business, you know, before they're able to exit and really make the people who worked hard to, you know, make it be something, any money, right? So um, instead of joining like a WeWork or something like that, I'm trying to help people find uh, like the next Facebooks, Ubers and things of that nature. So we're doing actually similar-ish things. We're both like looking for awesome startups and telling them to the world, which which is awesome. Um, I think I wish there were like a million more people doing that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm curious, how, what, how do you, well, actually, I'll start with, um, how'd you get into this? You know, why'd you decide to start this? And then um, how, and then I'd love to go into your filtering in your head. If you got two startups, you know, that I've raised, you know, two, you know, $10 million, how can you decide which one is a good fit for your newsletter and just kind of yeah. in your product? Yeah. So, uh, I got started into it. Hold on. Sorry. Let me cut off this. Yeah, no worries. I got, I got started into it, uh, because I was, I'm, I, I'm actually, and I'm not going to talk about the exact company, but I, 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 I'm at a, a larger company right now, uh, that I'm doing sales for. And, I'm a startup guy from the heart, right? That's kind of always been been uh, what I'm into. I worked at a startup before. Uh, was at a, a family business before. Uh, and now I'm at just a, a larger organization. And I, I started going through the process of trying to find a startup that made sense for maybe me to go work at. Uh, and when I'm doing that, I do a lot of research on like which ones make the most sense, um, which products I like. Um, who's doing good marketing, you know, what does their funding look like, uh, who are the leaders, all that kind of stuff. And it was, it's, it's pretty time consuming, right? But I was like, hey, if I'm getting all this research, 
Um, I'm probably not the only person who cares about this. So let me see, let, 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 let's uh, take a shot at it, right? Let's put up a new, I put up, decided to put up a newsletter uh, and, and a, a few Facebook groups that I'm in and, and just shared it and uh, got like 50 people signed up in the first like few days. And I was like, all right, I'm on to something. And uh, I just decided to uh, kind of pursue it down that, uh, down that room. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the way things should start. That's great. So what do you look for in companies? Um, you And more so specifically, like, why, um, why do you pick if, if, if you're looking at 10 companies, you only have one slot, you know, for your newsletter, what are things that you personally care about in regards to like a company you might want to join? Also, like for this podcast, I look for like early AF, like founders, like no, like very few employees, you know, maybe no funding, maybe some seed funding, but very early. And I can imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're, you're a little downstream where it's a little more funding, a little more like stability. So I guess like what stage are you looking for? And also what are you looking for, you know, within that stage? Yeah. So I, I, I do both, but I, I, I actually like the stage that you talk about, you're talking about maybe a little bit uh, later, right? Um, I like them to have some kind of funding. So I don't, I, I won't go with somebody who's like, you know, hasn't raised anything or for pre-seed, but uh, I have a few few startups on there that are seed seed level, um, Series A, Series B, and then and then there's a few that are Series C, uh, but I, I honestly typically try to um, avoid the Series C because in a lot of cases they've already been um, they're already uh, proven in a way, right? I feel like a lot of people know about them. They've already kind of uh, shown that that they are um they're going to make it it's a matter of like how big in a way in a, a lot of ways and i think the benefit of joining some of these startups is is joining before it's how big are we going to make it it's are we going to make it and i think that's where a lot of the, the the most fun stuff happens right it's like that's where you're learning everything that's where you're learning a lot more that's where you're getting the more most equity and, and everything like that so uh in regards to how do i pick them there's a lot of different things that go go into it. Um, I I when I when I first started looking into startups, a lot of it came to who's getting the most funding, right? Uh, but then as I as I started looking more into it and learning about more about startups, uh, one thing I learned is you know if they're getting too much funding, then maybe there's not much equity left for everybody else, right? Maybe the the VCs kind of have taken it all, and you want to and you want to be a little careful about that. So. I don't, I, I try to find a happy medium between they're getting funding and, and they don't have fun, any funding. Uh, and then also pay, pay attention to who, who the founders are, what they, they've done previously. Uh, but sometimes, you know, they haven't done anything previously, but then there's also, you know, the space, are they in a good space? So for example, uh, I'll highlight one. Uh, I, I did a, 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 a newsletter on this company deal. Uh, D-E-E-L. Uh, and Deal is a, a remote, uh, they're focused on remote work, right? So they help companies, you know, get overcome like a lot of the paperwork and all of the compliance things that have to do with hiring remote workers. Um, and granted, right, those founders from my memory didn't have much under their belt in terms of doing this before. But what they did have is like really good investors behind them. 
and what they have is a great space because I mean, this is before the whole coronavirus thing was happening that I found them, but you look at it now, how much bigger is even, you know, remote work in, in today's world. So I think it's going to continue to grow. I think it's a, uh, it's a good space to kind of look at. I actually, um, it's so funny you mentioned deal. I met, so I was last year I was in San Francisco for an accelerator and mm -hmm. I met Alex, um, their, their, their CEO, um, in, just oh, nice. in San Francisco and man, that guy has some charisma. Like, <laughs> like he, I, 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 that's a great, a great bet on your part. I've, I've never met him, never met him, but, uh, well, he, looks he, awesome. no, he's like, like, that's cool that you pit. So are, are you, okay. It's cool. You pick deal deals. Awesome. I'm a huge fan of Alex. I also like had a, I was a customer for a little bit with my last company. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, that's wow. awesome. Um, are you open to, well, actually, no, let's, let, let's do this. You, probably as someone that does this as a newsletter um, and the kind of like subscription type thing, you have this dynamic where you want to put out content that attracts people, but you want to make sure like the best stuff is, is behind the subscription, right? Like the, the stuff that people are coming for. How do you find the balance between like what to put out versus what to like say, Oh no, I'm not sharing that because like I'm providing value and I want to capture yeah. some of that value. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, it's a, it's, I'm, I'm new. I just started this. So I just started this newsletter. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this part, but I started this February 18th is when I actually started this newsletter. So, you know, two that's, months that's ago. That's awesome. Right? I mean, I, I, yeah. the thing is, I mean, I, I definitely want you to keep answering, but I just want to mention that I, with this podcast, like I, my filter is like a purely qualitative. If I just like get, have a good mm -hmm. feeling around a, like a space or a person or something, mm -hmm. I'll invite them to come on. It could be just an idea. It could be like a series A company, but like this space I care a lot about. Cause like I, I kind of yeah. am in it as well. So that's why it doesn't matter when you started. I think it's dope. So I wanted you to come on. <laughs> My bad. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so I, I started two months ago and I, and when I, when I started it, I just automatically just had my, my initial filter was okay. I'm going to release four emails a week. I mean, a, a month, one will be free and three will be paid. That was kind of the idea behind it. But then as I started going, I'm like, I got to release more than, you know, four emails a month. So now I'm releasing probably like eight emails a month, but I'm like, huh, I don't want to, I need to build up my email newsletter more before I can really, really start focusing on paid. Uh, so for that reason, in all honesty, I'm not focusing on paid that much. I have a few people paying for the newsletter. And what I've been doing is, is more giving them access than it is necessarily um, gating content for them, right? So I've, I, reach, I, I have, you know, I mean, it's, it's a handful of people, right? And what I do is I know they're, they're looking for jobs. So tell me what you want. What are you looking for from a job perspective? Where are you at? Where do you want to work? And that helps guide my research, right? So one of the newsletters may just be really, okay, I know that this person here is in New, is in New York, they're in IT, and they're looking for a job of that nature. As I'm, as I'm going through, I have a list of, you know, probably like 10 or 15 companies that I'm going to feature in the, in the future. Hmm, can I move one of these companies up that is going to benefit this person that's paying for the newsletter? And it's going to come out as a free newsletter, so everybody's going to see it. But if they didn't, if this person, person who's paying didn't tell me to do this, uh, you know, earlier, earlier, they may have had to wait, you know, 
another two, three months before I even wrote about this company, but because they, they're paying for this newsletter and they're interested in my content and they're, and they're focusing me, I'm going to put this content out first for them. I can definitely relate to that. Um, in that if someone is putting out for you, you're willing to like do things to, for, for them because they're betting on you, right? Like they're, they're, mm-hmm, they're spending exactly. this money, money and investing, which is cool. So I usually ask this question at the very end, but because um, I'm just really interested in what you're doing, I'll, I'm just going to boost it a little earlier. What, what, like, do you have a, so you started this recently, like two months ago. would love mm-hmm. to hear, are you still figuring out what this can be? Do you have like a pretty clear vision on where you want to go? Like we'd love to, like there's so many options and directions yeah. you can go in with this, like recruiter, newsletter, media, mm-hmm. like all these stuff. How do you think about it? the options and making sure you're thinking long-term while making sure you're staying focused short-term? Yeah. So, uh, I think about it a lot. I, I don't have it all figured out at all. Um, and right now it's on Substack. I don't love Substack, uh, as, as a platform. Can you, can you, what, what are the things you like about it and what don't you like about it? I am trying to learn. Uh, yeah. I'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts on Substack before we go on. Yeah. So, uh, I like it because it makes it makes it easy, right, to to start a paid newsletter. Um, I don't like it because it doesn't give you a lot of the additional features of like a uh, of like what a Mailchimp or ConvertKit or something like that will give you, right? So, for example, I send out you know a newsletter every you know two two or three times a week, um, and I I have a pretty good open rate, probably between 45 and 60% on each newsletter, right? But if I if this was MailChimp, I would resend that newsletter to people that didn't open with a different headline, right? Maybe, you know, whoever didn't open, let's let's make sure we get the send it to them again with a different headline so that I'm making sure I'm getting more people seeing seeing what we're putting out. They signed up, they they care. Maybe they were busy when I sent it before. So I want I don't want to I don't want them to lose out on being able to see that and being able to use some of that functionality behind that, right? Um so so and just being able to to do different types of um what do you call it? Uh segmentation of people is not available in Substack really at, at all. Uh, other than they pay you, they don't. That that's that's essentially the all, all you have. So I want to maybe be able to do a little something different there. And then also in regards to um the benefits of paying versus not and this also goes into the question about long-term strategy is i mean i'm thinking about maybe do i one day cut off a payment on substack for a little while continue to just grow my free newsletter and then move on to another platform and and kind of control the gating of content on my own and in and that way i can say okay if you signed up for the free you'll see the last you know three jobs that there are three companies that I provided, but if you signed up for the paid, you can see everything, right? Or, or, you know, you sign up for a three month subscription. Uh, I mean, I can give you a free three month subscription. You can see everything, but then it cuts off after three months and you can only see the first three, you know, I I can get a little more creative with it. And um, it's going to be all in the the law of like uh, large numbers. Right. So if I have right now, um, my goal, like I said, I started in February, so my, my, my goal by the end of April is to be at 500 subscribers. Uh, not quite there yet, but like I'm trending really good. Like I should definitely hit that. But by the end of the year, I wanna be at 10,000, right? So 
uh, if I'm at 10,000 subscribers on an average of a you know 10% pay rate, that which is like what I hear from people on Substack, they get average of 10%. I'm charging $700 right now. I mean, seven seven dollars a month right now in regards to uh, my pay. I mean, that's a good. That's not a bad business, you know, uh, for me. Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, it, it goes in line with um, what Legion would say, like, is a passion economy. It's like taking what you're interested in and like making, you know, good money off of it. Don't need to be mm-hmm. like a billion dollar company to like make good money for yourself, you know. Yeah. So, why? Not why. Uh, so you originally, it's, it's interesting because you started off this because you were looking for a job or potentially looking for mm-hmm. a job in tech, and it sounds like in the process you've come up with something that you're pretty excited about that that, that's working now do you even care about a job or is it now are you trying to create your own job through this newsletter i guess has it shifted at all yes so um a part of looking for a a job at a startup has always been it's just a a um a stepping stone until I'm doing my own thing. Like I, I'm, I'm, I always want to, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Like, like I said, I was at a family business for a little while. That was just because I wanted to do my own thing. Family business is tough. So, so I, I, I and I wasn't the lead guy, right? I want to be the lead guy. So um, yeah, it, 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 everything was always just a stepping stone for something that's going to be able to do, do it on my own. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I've kind of lost the go for a startup. Um, you know, goal. And, uh, I think I could see this becoming, you know, my full-time gig. It's, it's so interesting that you say that I, for when I first got into startups, I, I, I thought my singular path, the only thing I could do and would do was to be a startup founder. And mm-hmm. I did that. Like I, 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 I raised some money from some good investors and, 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 and I tried it and it didn't, it mm-hmm. didn't work out. Right. So now I'm a yeah. startup employee at a great startup. I'm a huge fan of where I work at, which is Prenda. And, but now I kind of see my path, like, no, the only, like, if I want to stay in tech, which I do, the only path is not just being a startup employee. There are, sorry, a startup uh, founder. There are like Mm -hmm. a dozen paths you can take. And it's funny, just as you get more experience, you see those paths more clearly. And it's not so binary. It's not so much startup Mm -hmm. founder or not. It's it's not so much this or that. It's like no, there's a platter of things you can do. You can like yeah. So anyways, well, I think I, I think, yeah. I think of I think of things. Um, I think of things interestingly, right? I mean, like yeah, I, I think one day maybe I, w- I may want to start a, a, a like a, a big startup, go for the billion dollar you know club, maybe. But like, I also know that when you're starting a, a company like that. Like you're probably not going to be making, you know, you're not making much money, right? In terms of, uh, you know, at the beginning, until that startup really starts, you know, hitting its clip and and clo- and you know, having good revenue, you can't really pay yourself much. And honestly, any business that you start, you really can't pay yourself much at the beginning, unless it's unless it's a good profitable business. That's what I think small businesses uh, have figured out that. And that 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 tech startups aren't don't try they don't try to do it so it's not even that they haven't figured it out right like they're going for the gold right so you're they're they're just going and saying I'm gonna raise this money and maybe I'm gonna pay myself like a, a small salary but I need to hire all these other people and your investors don't want you paying yourself a high salary right but if I could start this and 
you know, let's say I, I can make myself, uh, you know, 70, 80 grand a year, you know, uh, and then hire like a writer to can kind of do take off take some of the things that I don't love doing and maybe you know they they're paying them a little bit a year I can be making good money without having to uh do what I don't love to do right um and then I it give my it, it frees my mind to think about going for going big cuz I'll have money coming in in a way that that currently I don't right I mean I have I mean I have a good I have a great job I get paid well but like, I, it doesn't give me the time to 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 think bigger about you know going for startups and things like that. Yeah, I think you're thinking about everything in the right way. Like it, it's like you got your stable thing, you got the thing now. It's not making too much money, but at some point it'll make you money and it'll free up your time for you to like just like exactly. take a shot. Yeah, I, I yeah. that's um that's uh, yeah, that's awesome. Or, or or even right like um so I I don't know if you thought you follow the hustle at all uh sam paul yeah i'm, I'm familiar for sure yeah so but another another big thing is right like we live in this this world where and and it's not even just the hustle it's just everything like if you have a following uh it gives you a better chance you know when you're to, to when you when you announce something right kylie jenner's a billionaire not because her makeup is awesome because she has so many followers on distribution you know exactly yep. so so this is partly just like continue like beginning to build up my distribution for whatever I want to do in the future. You know what I'm saying? So like I, if I get 10,000, 10,000, like I, one thing I know about this is I will always be interested in business. That's not going to change. And everybody who follows me on this are interested in business in some way, shape or form, right? Whether that's, they want to start their own business one day or they just like being, um, you know, big players at, at small companies. Uh, these are, this is my, this is my tribe, right? In a way. So regardless of uh, what I decide to do in the future, if I can get this to 10,000, 20,000, a hundred thousand emails, it, it puts me in a good place for the future, no matter what. And that's how I look at it. Yeah. We're pretty similar. It's pretty cool. I like kind of think I, <laughs> I like, this is, I don't know what the thing is next. Like I'm, I'm definitely going to start something in the future. I don't know if it's going to be billion dollar company life, even a lifestyle. Like any, I'm down for whatever now I'm not so, you know, yeah. I'm not so uh, narrow minded anymore, but like until I know what that is, like my podcast, you know, is distribution, just like your, just like your newsletter is distribution yeah. for you. Are, are you, great. are you, are you collecting emails or anything of that nature? No, I have not. It's funny you ask. I'm currently in a discovery process on like, what's the next thing for the podcast? Mm -hmm. I have this, you know, 150, 160, I guess recorded. I have more than that, which people will see as they, as it come out. But I got all these people that I've interviewed. I got a great network. A lot of them, I think I've made a good impression on. So they'd be willing to like, you know, join and do, do something. Um, and now I'm just deciding what is the next thing to kind of take another step into what I'm doing. And I don't have an answer yet, but I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Well, I, the reason I asked that is, um, so going back to Sam at the hustle, I think one thing about uh, email that I love is you always own it. You know what I mean? If you stop producing this podcast tomorrow, um, you know, there'll be people who will still be subscribed, you know, for, you know, next week, next two weeks, next month. But eventually, people aren't going to be looking for it anymore. You know what I mean? But if you have people's email, you always have a way to get back in touch with them. 
So I, I think about it. It's, 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 I think it's worth, uh, worth evaluating. I, um, but that said, I love podcasts. I mean, I hate, I hate, and I hate writing, although I just, I write, right? I mean, it's a, it means to an end of the way. But I'm starting a podcast as well uh, because I do believe in it. And I, I agree with your opinion of, um, you know, you, it's a great mechanism to, to network, in my opinion. Um, I think uh, I think a lot of people think of podcasts as like I'm trying to be the next Joe Rogan, and I think you should think about it as instead of asking somebody to go get a coffee, it is a it's a uh, it's an easier way to 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 get high leverage people. It's a way to leverage yourself and get people that will that may have been harder to get to get a coffee to actually sit down with you for thirty minutes to an hour or whatever the case. Right? That is totally correct, and it works really well. If you're, if you're listening, um, I, I actually gave someone advice yesterday similar to what you just said. It's like start a podcast, don't look at the metrics for a year, and just interview mm-hmm. cool people because you look at the metrics and you feel you're gonna feel down. I'm I'm a culprit of this. Sometimes I look at metrics and I'm like, oh, I wish I had more. But like, then I remember I'm not doing it for the metrics. I'm doing it for the one-on-one convos, and the metrics will yeah. take care of themselves over time. Cool. So in a way, right? In a way, I know. I know we're we're at the end of our time. In a in way. way. So 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 let me let me. Uh, this is my. I'll, I'm gonna give you my. Uh, and I, I look. I've, I've started a few podcasts before. None of them have been that that huge. Um, but I've, they, I've done decently. Uh, but but I have an idea on podcast marketing. And uh, I mean, I, I, are you you follow Gary Vee at all? Probably everybody knows who Lisa Wee is. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a Gary Vee OG. I got jab 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 right hook right there. I guess that's uh, that's not right. a true OG. OG is Wine Library, but yeah, I'm yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Well, true true OG is what is it? Crush it, crush it, crush that's, it. Wine that is Library, yeah, yeah. yes, crush it. Uh, so so I think what he's do what he does with like chopping up audio and and putting them into like those little minute clips and things like that. I think that's those are big. And then using that um, and then writing the right like copy at the top of those emails to get people to listen in and, and get and, and, and putting that kind of content out, you know, it, you know, wherever, right. Whatever the, 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 the place is right now, right now it's LinkedIn and TikTok, right. So putting those out on your LinkedIn and your TikTok, I think are, are big keys writing little articles about like those little things that you're going to do that, that, that are clips and putting those out on LinkedIn and TikTok. I think will help grow your podcast. Uh, personally, uh, I haven't done it yet, but that is a part of like my like like I said, uh, my podcast is probably launching. It's April, it's April 9th right now, probably by like the twenty third or so, the the end of April. Um, I actually am recording another one at five o'clock today, four o'clock today. Wow, I gotta go. Uh, but that is um, that's a part of my 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 thought process behind it. And I think it'll be. We'll see, you know, but, but I say all that because as your metrics go up, I think it helps you get higher leverage on the people that you can get to come talk to. Definitely. It's a, it's a good way to think about it for sure. And I agree. So for my last question of the podcast, and I have a feeling I might know one of the answers, but feel free to answer however you want is, you know, you, you got a community of people. They all love startups because they're listening to this podcast. Um, and you're someone, you know, that, that, that has a newsletter, has a product. So my question to you is, do you have an ask at all for the Forward Thinking Founders community? Is there anything that you need help with that anyone listening can, um, can help you out with? Um, check out 
rocketshipjobs.com. That is, that is my main thing. Uh, if you like it, please sign up for uh, the newsletter um, and uh, check out Riding a Rocket, the uh, podcast coming soon. It's on iTunes. Oh, that's a great name. Riding a rocket. That's awesome. Thank you. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed the conversation. We're definitely doing similar things, similar mind frames. So looking forward to staying in touch and best of luck, you know, with what you're doing. Uh, thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you everyone for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, Hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on, and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store, that would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.